Just starts it. Good morning. Do you know what day it is? Let me ask you a question, Mark. Do you remember? Do you remember? That is right. It is the 21st of September today. And when you talk about days that are just absolute layups of uh, content, there's so much to talk about today. So, and shout out to Donna Goldfarb, making sure that we were on the ball for today's huddle and alerting us to what today's national day was, which we'll talk about later. But I yeah, appreciate the accountability partners. I loved it. I thought she did great. I was impressed. Um, I am open to uh, content suggestions. I, on the other hand, uh, preparing for tomorrow's huddle, which I, I will be doing from the uh, Delta Lounge at the airport. But Nothing, man. A big group. <laughs> like, give me a birthday. Give me a national day. Give me, give uh, me something. Uh, it was uh, Andrea Bocelli's birthday, so I could have made something work there, but that was would have been a real leap. You know? I so, always got my my mind goes immediately goes back to the Johnny Appleseed <laughs> day that I did when I did an entire day wow. about Johnny Appleseed. Well, you will you will see. I pulled it together really nicely. There's some really good stuff there. And you know what? It's okay that it made me work. It's okay. Good morning to the crowd as they shuffle in. Lindsay, James, David, Christy, D, Debbie, Donna. Thank you guys for being here this morning. Love you guys. Love the Noodleberg Daily Huddle and uh, ready to get after. So the reason you will be at the airport tomorrow, though, is because we are on our way to Cincinnati this week to spend some time with the Roar Agency, which is not to be confused with Roar Station, where I work out, and not to be confused with the Bearcat Roar. That is, uh, although, you know, they are Bearcat fans, so let's... let's Excited to get up there and talk a little bit of uh, Cincinnati Bearcat football with them. You know what? Here's the thing, though. They are solid people, and I am coming with everything I got for them. Like, I'm pumped up because they trust us, like us, they're going to know us, and we are going to get them on the ball. So it's going to be fun. It's going to be cold. Cold. Yeah, cool. I don't know about cold. It's going to be well, cold. Dude, down, down in the 50s at night. It's a 40-degree swing. Yeah, I just I've lived there, so like to me, cold is you know you hit you hit the thirties, you, you hit the you know mid forties. It's like all right, this is intolerable. Fifties, I could throw on a sweatshirt and jeans and be comfortable in in the fifties. So let's get to some wake up music and then let's get to the content. If you were not awake before, having Teddy yell at you to wake up is a great way to get it done, right? 
I, I dig it every single morning. I look forward to it. It cues me up. Henry Paisano's here. Um, Henry, you missed the shout out for your birthday yesterday. Hope it was epic. Absolutely. And so speaking of birthdays, there's absolutely a legendary birthday today. And to really get us all started on the right foot, I'm going to bring him in to give us some words of wisdom on how to visualize success. Show me Bill Murray's birthday. What an incredible Cinderella story. This unknown comes out of nowhere to lead the pack. At Augusta, he's on his final hole. He's about 455 yards away. He's going to hit about a two iron, I think. Well, he got all of that. The crowd is standing on his feet here at Augusta. The normally reserved Augusta crowd going wild. For this young Cinderella, who's come out of nowhere, he's got about 350 yards left. He's going to hit about a five iron, I expect, don't you think? He's got a beautiful backswing. Dad, oh, he got all of that one. He's got to be pleased with that. The crowd is just on his feet here. He's a Cinderella boy. Uh, tears in his eyes, I guess, as he, as he lines up this last shot. He's got about 195 yards left, and he's going to... Looks like he's got about an eight iron. This crowd has gone deadly silent. Cinderella story, out of nowhere. A former greenskeeper now about to become the Masters champion. <clears throat> it looks like I'm a wreck. It's in the hole! It's in the hole. Hey, I'm So it's as classic as it gets. I was going to ask the question, but our friend Dan Nelson actually played there. Um, I remember when it was being filmed there. It's a great um, course. It's a great course. I mean, it is just so amazing. Hopefully you played well, Dan. Happy birthday to Bill Murray. This blew my mind. How old is Bill Murray? Does anybody want to answer it? Should we let people answer it before? Let people answer. Let people yeah. answer. I mean, obviously, I know the answer, but I mean, that blew your mind that that was the age. I, I, you know what? Did I you think he was older or younger? I think of myself, you know, like I'm not that much younger than him. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, shit. Like, he's not old. Oh shit! I'm right behind him. You know, right. Like, uh, pretty crazy. So, aside from the Cinderella story, and like that, really. Like, you know, it's funny, but like, it's really great exercise, right? Like he, that, that is, we talked a lot about the inner dialogue and the words you say to yourself and like, that's what it is. That's the exercise and shout out to Chris Pollock who got it. 71 Bill Murray is I'm like, when did he become 71? I mean, he's a contemporary of mine. Crazy. Great Wild guess Murray. by Robert. Robert hits it with a great guess who is a Lafayette alum, by the way. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Played ball at Lafayette. Him and I connected through uh, through LinkedIn, and he's got a cool elevator company that he uh, does a lot of work with down here. And him and I are going to catch up for coffee over the next couple weeks. So, um, is he going up or down? <laughs> <laughs> Always going up. Um, so, got to use this opportunity because Chris Pollock's here. Um, I'm doing some work for one of Chris's clients. We talked about this before. He reached out and said, "I would like to buy your services for." A client of mine and so i'm doing this webinar he was so grateful i was gone he said i'm sending you a package i was like i don't know i came back from uh, from the weekend and he got me a gift certificate to my favorite restaurant really dude is on 
point, man. You know how to make an impression. You always have kudos to you, and I will be uh, savoring a steak and bottle of wine and thinking of you doing it, man. I love it. Well, we love to talk about sports here on the show, and on this date in history, Monday Night Football premiered, so I thought it was appropriate to take us back to that time in history. Show me the inaugural Monday Night Football game. Check it. 5 and 3 2 1 take tape and it's a staple i mean well, forever you know, last night it was a great game last night you know what a bigger staple is the jets lost <laughs> <laughs> Well, okay, so I think we've lost more on Monday night than anybody else. So we just lost more than for a discount promo code to any get on the ball course of your liking. Anybody who can tell me who beat the Jets in the inaugural Monday night football game will get to choose to get on the ball course that they want, and and I will send them the promo code for that. What you should really do is offer up some kind of nugget. Forget about them buying anything. Just you could do a fifteen-minute something or other. But the reality is, you know, the 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 Monday Night Football franchise has just become a thing. And we talked about this. Football is great right now. There's yes, a lot is. of good players, good football, good stuff happening. It's really um, I'm digging it. You know, Tony Cappuccini with the Browns. Excellent answer. The first one in. Uh, good guess by Jonathan Fishman with the Colts, but the Browns was the correct answer, and the Browns have come back to and be listen, pretty successful right the now. themselves. Jeremy Turner said themselves. <laughs> <laughs> here's the thing. You cannot play with yourself on Monday Night Football. Uh, I love it. It's so, so all- here's the thing, yeah. though. If you went to Google to find the answer, shame on you. Because yeah. <laughs> it's the things you do when no one's watching. <laughs> So also on this day in history, one of our all-time favorite songs debuted, Jimi Hendrix, All Along the Watchtower, which in my mind, the most epic scene where that music was being played was comes from Bronx Tale, one of our favorite movies. But the last piece of on before this day, move, go ahead. Before you move on from that, here's a cool exercise to look at all of the cover songs that all the other people that did along the watchtower. Oh my, well, yeah. Dave I mean, Matthews does an unbelievable one. Dave Matthews does a great one. But there's a litany of people who took that song and did it in their own iteration. Um, some jazz, some blues, some rock. A really, really unbelievable quality song, but nothing better than the man himself. So the last piece of content is in 2008. Mad Men wins the outstanding drama series making AMC the first basic cable network to ever win that award. So I pulled out a two-minute clip from that series that I think might spark a little bit of conversation before we head on to the rest of the content. Show me Mad Men and why it won the award. Technology is a glittering lure, but uh, there's the rare occasion when the public can be engaged on a level beyond flash. 
if they have a sentimental bond with the product. My first job, I was in-house at a fur company with this old pro copywriter, Greek, named Teddy. And Teddy told me the most important idea in advertising is new. It creates an itch. You simply put your product in there as a kind of calamine lotion. But he also talked about a deeper bond with the product. Nostalgia. It's delicate, but potent. Sweetheart. Teddy told me that in Greek, nostalgia literally means the pain from an old wound. It's a twinge in your heart, far more powerful than memory alone. This device isn't a spaceship. It's a time machine. It goes backwards and forwards. It takes us to a place where we ache to go again. It's not called the wheel. It's called the carousel. <laughs> so, first of all, the writing in that show was... The language. Uh, the language is so good. Like, you, every single word. So, I, I you know... If you have never seen it, you should because it's it can't be dated. It's about nostalgia. It's right. about a period of time. It's a timepiece. Um, but he was so good in that role, and knowing that he was not perfect, you know, he, right. the hero is never perfect. Right. Such a great metaphor for all of us. None of us are ever perfect. Nobody ever does it right all the time. But the stories, the interweaving of how he came up with creative is, is legitimately, and at that time we had the agency, I, I was so proud to do what right. I did. <laughs> I went out for martini lunch just to say I did. You know? Yeah. So what he's talking about there in that, in that clip is talking about nostalgia and talking about that nostalgic emotional connection to a product. I think if you fast forward, what social media allows you to do when you share memories that you have is draw connections to people that you don't know that pulls on that exact thing. You're able to bang, hit that nostalgic button for somebody, which then makes them feel a certain way, which starts that connection and so like they're talking about it in the way of how to produce a product and how to advertise a product. But in a world where we talk about marketing yourself every day and what content to share, what are you sharing in your content that's nostalgic to you that might be nostalgic to somebody else that draws a connection point when they come across it? You know, when you think about it, the feed is its own carousel. That it's is a carousel. carousel of constant forward backwards real time family you know connection points um that's a fabulous fabulous 
pull to really crystallize what what's going on right now. It's never really changed. You know, the business that, you know, Warren is in my photo that, you know, what used to be Polaroid, whatever, there will be more photos taken today than in all of creation up until today. Exactly. You know, so we are a picture taking culture that now it's fast. I mean, remember you used to have to go to the, well, I don't know if you remember, but you used to have to go get them developed. Developed, sure. I mean, yeah. I, the, the version of that now is like, you can literally send the pictures from your phone to CVS to get them printed. If you want them, you know, like you have a lot of different print shops that you can do that with, but in a world where we're taking more pictures than ever, if you're not leveraging those to put your pictures into the carousel, you know, that's an opportunity that's getting missed every day. So great start. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. We got. I don't know why we would even leave this topic because it's so perfect that when you look at what that carousel was showing, pictures of him and his wife, picture of him and his kids, you know, so, it's legitimately the same thing. Those are those are personal connection points that when you put them not inward, outward, well, then you can show people, hey, this is what's important to me. So let's stay on this conversation, but let's maybe hit a nostalgic button for somebody with the motivational morning music, which had to be obviously the 21st of September. And then we'll come back and continue to talk about it. So I'm, I'm going to pull it all together real quick because one, yeah, go ahead. One quick thing. People do ask what's the best concert you've ever seen by far, hands down earth, wind and fire um, at a time when Doug Henning was doing their show. Stupid. Good. Just grooving. Right? <laughs> the spaceships. It was the, the album after that one, which was, insane. I always loved that song in particular because as growing up as a kid, like they were talking about September and like September was my birthday month. So I thought it was so cool <laughs> to have a song that was like about my month, you know, like, uh, but I want to tie this all together because, you know, uh, Mary Beth put a great comment out there. She said, use photos to say personal thank yous. Absolutely. Right. That's what we talk about why you're with somebody, you take a selfie together, you have somebody take a picture so that you can share not only who you're with, but you can share what you learned from them or the time you had with them. And that's a personal way to publicly thank them. But the other side of that is 
you know, how you use video to send that personal thank you. So bang, you take the picture, you can post that, you can post that publicly. Then you follow up with a personalized video. I still, I sent, I sent three follow-ups yesterday through video. Three for three all came back. Wow. Excellent use of video. Thank you for the video. Love the personalized video. All of that still rings true. Pictures and images matter because of what it does to the person, how it makes them feel. You know, the whole idea of making an impression, leaving an impression, you know, it's, uh, you know, that lasting touch, that boom, you know, you took the time to think it, do it, send it. People would, you know, really respect that and admire it. And it's all about, you know, that kind of take the extra step and let people know what you're thinking. You and know, it ties back to the Ford, right? Like that's your content. The pictures you're sharing can tie into your Ford, right? Family, occupation, recreation. And then I love what you did with changing dreams to daily because it's that reminder that you should be taking pictures of all of that daily, right? Like I'm now in the habit of like, even if we're just sitting at the table, I got my phone out and I'm popping candid pictures of everybody else, not me. But I got great, great pictures from this past weekend in Tampa of, you know, uh, Irma's birthday and who was there and what we were doing just by pulling out my phone and snapping away. I have the ability to go back and use any of that at any time as content. Yeah, it's the, the whole idea that it's internal and external. I take a lot more pictures than I actually post. Those pictures are for me. Right. I want to capture the moment. I, now, I don't want to not live in the moment. I don't want to yep. get away from that. I want to live in the moment, but I want to capture it at the same time. And it's so uncanny that, you know, uh, the number one tool for social media is photos. And when people say, Man, I just don't take a lot of photos. Why? I mean, it's the simplest thing ever, you know. So tie it together with today, which is National Gratitude Day and photos being an unbelievable way to say thank you to someone. Take the pictures, get your camera out, create your carousel. Like I think about my timeline, like when somebody goes to my page and looks at my activity, that's my carousel. They're going to scroll through that. They're going to not only see what I'm writing and what I'm putting out there, but they're going to see who it is I'm doing it with and, and what I'm doing and where it is. Create your carousel. Take it on, on National Gratitude Day. Use your carousel to be grateful for all of the people and all the things you have in your life. So this LinkedIn user is actually Ginger. Oh, nice. Um, and she was in town last week. We're working on a big project together. I'm really excited when the time is right, we'll share it. But um, we had dinner. We had a great time. I've known Ginger since I'm in ninth grade. And I was so proud to take a picture with Helen and share that with the world that I still have a friend from ninth grade, man. (laughs) She's super, super smart, super great. And why wouldn't I want to do that? So that's what this is all about. And the naysayers, the people who are, you know, there's always going to be the peanut gallery trying to hold you back. You know, it's, you gotta, this is where, and tomorrow I'm going to talk about storytelling because I'm making a presentation to United Way, to all of their volunteers today about storytelling. Storytelling is not only what you tell other people, it's what you tell yourself. There's a spin involved in everything you do. And if you beat yourself up, people on the outside will know. And conversely, if you tell people, 
I'm proud of this moment. Boom. That's really where the connectivity is. And I'm going to let Jake end the show the way he wants to end the show because he did grab a great Denzel video about gratitude. So on National Gratitude Day, we're thankful for the daily huddle. We're thankful for you guys. We're thankful for this time that we spend together. Denzel will take us out. Have a fantastic Tuesday. I pray that you put your slippers way under the bed tonight so that when you wake up in the morning you have to get on your knees to reach them and when while you're down there say thank you for grace thank you for mercy thank you for understanding thank you for wisdom thank you for parents Thank you for love. Thank you for kindness. Thank you for humility. Thank you for peace. Thank you for prosperity. Say thank you in advance for what's already yours. That's how I live my life. That's where I, why I am, one of the reasons why I am today. Say thank you in advance for what is already yours. Excellent. See you guys. Have a great day. Woo!